Welcome to another episode of the Belter Wire. My name is William Brown, content manager with Belter, and in today's episode, Julie Pandel, Belter's tabletop specialist, and Lance Taylor, field sales manager with Belter's beverage division, sit down to discuss craft beers and the variety of glassware that is most often used to enhance that experience. Hi, everybody. I am Julie Pandel. I am a sales and tabletop specialist with the Belter Companies in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I am here with my good friend, Lance Taylor. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> Lance, tell everybody what you do at the Belter Hello, Companies. Hello, Julie. Hello. Hello. Cheers, my lady. Cheers. <laughs> uh, we're going to make everybody thirsty here. I am the cent- North Central sales manager here, field sales for Belter Beverage. I am lucky enough to call on wonderful breweries, distilleries, cideries in uh, eight great uh, states that are around the Great Lakes. Excellent. Yeah. So Lance and I are going to talk a little bit about beer today, different styles of beer, different styles of beer that we like to drink, and different styles of glasses that those beers go into. The concept today is sort of right beer, right glass. We talk a lot about that here at Belter um, because it has a lot of positive impact on our customers. So Lance, what are you drinking there? Right now I am drinking a third space happy place. Nice. Yes. Excellent. It is a Midwest pale ale delicious hoppy formula all right what kind of glass are you going to put that in i am going to put that in a style of glass that we have dubbed cleverly an ipa glass terrific yeah so lance talk a little bit about what type of glass somebody might put an ipa in and why they might put it in there yeah sure i can talk about that miss pandle excellent so and it's going to go into what we cleverly call in the biz an ipa glass mm-hmm. and the, the shape of it overall is it's going to be a little bit more thin at the bottom of the glass and it's going to go up into a, a tall and slender and tapered bowl so a little bit longer in uh, in general compared to other bowls um, and thinner at the bottom. A lot of the times you'll see at the bottom some ridges. Uh, people who are glassware geeks like myself might be familiar with the Spiegelau IPA glass. Uh, Dogfish Head Brewing is most famous for using this glass. However, many breweries use it for their IPA. Uh, the ridges at the bottom are really there to kind of aerate the beer. In pretty much any shape, the reason why it's a smaller bottom that's thinner that rolls into that tapered bowl is to aerate the beer so you can really get that aroma of the hops. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of breathe in the beer as you're consuming it. And that's mm-hmm. why many brewers and people who like to drink beer like to put it in a glass because then you can really heighten more than just the sense of flavor and you can really involve your nose and get it going. Right, right. And I know you you work with, as you said earlier, you work with specifically with breweries and distilleries and cideries. And on my side of the business, I work with a lot of independent restaurants and restaurant chains and so when we talk about glassware and putting the right beer in the right glass it has a lot to do with with everything you just said the aroma the flavor etc it's also about just the look Um, absolutely just serving the beer in something that looks cool for lack of a better word on the bar um you see one customer down the bar sees somebody drinking it and they think hey well i want one of those so you know that's what that's what we talk about when we're selling glassware to our customers and we're talking about which beer you should put in which glass there's a lot of opportunity for increased sales when you're choosing the right glass for the beer and you know you're absolutely right i fell victim to this just the other day in menominee falls wisconsin (laughs) 
on a fine Tuesday evening when I was not home with my family, but rather drinking with the boys. Uh-oh. Yes, but I was I had a beer, and it was in a pint, and I looked down the bar, and I saw somebody drinking something in a fancy stemmed glass, and I said, ooh, that yes. looks mighty fine to me. Correct. So I licked my chops, and I said, bartender, <laughs> what is that, my friend? And he said it was an imperial stout from Founders Brewing in Michigan. Excellent. And I said, I'll take one of those. Yeah. Um, so I, it absolutely does make a difference and really turn some heads. It's almost like if you're going to have a nicer, fancier, more expensive beer, if you put it in a nice, fancy glass, why not even tack on an extra dollar for all those restaurants you're working with? You correct, know? correct. the showmanship of it all really adds to the experience and allows the consumer to just feel like they are living life to the fullest. Absolutely. It's like the tuxedo for a drink, really. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And it does, it's not just the way it looks. I mean, I am a big fan of having the right shape for my beer because it just tastes so much better when it's in the right glass. We did a, a training seminar also with Spiegelau, and one of our featured beers in that seminar was the Oberon, yes. uh, Bell's Oberon from yes. Michigan. And I must say, I'm a little bit of a bottle girl mm-hmm. and was a bottle baby. And I've been drinking the wheat beer out of a bottle for a long time. And when we put it in the wheat beer glass from Spiegelau, I could not believe the difference in yes. flavor. So. Yeah. Uh, I am definitely a convert in my house. I like to put the right beer in the right glass. And absolutely. And I mean, there are very, very smart people, smarter than I, who created these the shapes of these glasses, and it's by no mistake. Uh, coincidentally, I do have a wheat beer glass here in front of us. Oberon by Bells is a wheat beer. It's fantastic. And there's a reason why it would be best poured in, in a wheat glass. So for those who aren't in this room looking at this specific <laughs> glass, <laughs> a wheat glass or sometimes called a heffy glass or a Weiss glass or very similar to even a Pilsner, they're all kind of similar in that they're, they're taller in shape and thinner overall. And many times they um, are wider at the mouth, and this is to allow uh, the beer's head to remain and it actually stays at the top near the nose for again that aromatic purpose so people can smell the beer while they are drinking it it's it's taller in nature as well uh pilsners are typically a little bit more carbonated and it allows to see the bubbles Mm -hmm. wheat beer it's more i mean wheat has such a fantastic color to it so it's really designed so that you can again for that experience you can see the beer a little bit better and it also just has that space for that 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 fluffy head right, that's right. on top there, which really, you know, if again, that's another sense that it can please. Right, you you bring bring up a really good point. In, I do. In the, you do. I know it's shocking, but you do. Um, we do in in the food world. We say you eat with your eyes first when we're talking about tabletop and China and things it like is. that. And I think it's just as true with beer. I mean, it, it happened to you, and if you see something that just looks delicious, you want one of those. Absolutely. So I'm enjoying a Shinerbach Very nice as we're choice. doing this podcast. Wow. What kind of what kind of glass are we gonna are we gonna pour the Shiner Bach well, into? I'm not gonna lie, and I'm gonna let you down. I didn't really bring a glass that'd be ideal for a box style. Um, okay, but I mean, I do have what's it not tastes always pretty popular. good out of the bottle. Yeah, there you go, bottle baby. <laughs> From milk to wheat to Bach, fantastic. <laughs> I do have a couple kind of catch alls here with us today. Uh, the first one being just your traditional pint glass. Mm-hmm. It's the cheapest glass on the market. 
It's, right. Although we don't always promote it being stackable. In fact, in the biz, we call it nestable. Mm-hmm. Um, we really don't encourage that. I mean, that's we always want to avoid that, but reality is behind the bar at restaurants, right. even tap rooms, there's limited space. Correct. Uh, as a result, the the classic pint glass, mixer glass, shaker pint, whatever you want to call it, uh, reigns supreme at a lot of different accounts. And it's, it's durable, it's cheap, and you can nest or stack them as needed. Uh, so that would be just a fine glass for your Shiner Bach. Okay. It's a catch-all for many styles. Uh, however, it's not designed for beer, so a lot of the times you're not going to get that desired um, aromatic effect that you might get with beer glasses that are designed for specific beer. I do also have your traditional mug with us here. This is more your hole-in-the-wall tap, little tap bars, um, which are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I always like to say they're a little bit heavier, so you pull them up to your face and you just slam them down, you know? That's right. why I love, like Oktoberfest <laughs> mugs. It just makes it that much easier to get the yeah, party started Yeah, because you don't have to quicker. do that more than once. They're yeah. very heavy. Yeah, some it's of like them It's like a workout. Are. And it's a weapon. So yes. if you find yourself in a dark alley, hey, right. if somebody Correct. comes to bully you, look out, man. Right. But yes. all the glasses we have in front of us are custom decorated. That is And that true. is one thing we specialize here at Belter. We specialize in sister. decorating. We do. So, Lance, talk a little bit about, I know we decorate the pint glass more than anything else. And yeah. our capabilities are pretty amazing. Yeah. But talk a little bit about custom decorating just from a how we do it standpoint. Absolutely. Uh, so, Belter, we are screen printers. Um, coming out of the glass capital of the country, Toledo, Ohio. Oh, yeah. O-H-I-O. Holy Toledo. Yes, there we go. Fantastic. Um, but we uh, are screen printers. So one advantage to that is when we are using screens to uh, print glassware, we are able to do a full wrap compared to some other decorating um, processes. This is much easier for us because it's still just one screen. So that can definitely add um, some value to a glass. People will think it's more expensive if it is a full wrap. But mm-hmm. in reality, we can make a one-color full wrap glass very affordable um, and look very, very cool. Uh, Belter also has a wonderful graphics team that can even help right. different accounts with designing uh, how they want the glass to be laid out. Correct. One thing to consider, though, always is you don't want to put too much decoration on it necessarily. Sometimes that takes away from the beer, mm-hmm. uh, depending on... You know, the restaurant, the brewery, the distillery, that could be appropriate to the branding. But really, we can match any color. And we now have a digital printing machine, which can allow us to essentially take a selfie uh, like we should right now with this cool microphone in front of us (laughs) and headphones on. And we can uh, put that on a glass now. So um, it allows for very quick turns, low minimum runs, and... um, very high quality four color process printing excellent excellent Uh, and if you want to be really fancy to cut you off we can use metallic colors um and again that's almost like to go back to the tuxedo analogy like that's perhaps the pleats on the pants right right (laughs) or the cummerbund (laughs) (laughs) so talk a little bit about you mentioned the importance of branding and that's something we talk about on our side and in the food service side as well and just getting your name out there, getting it in front of your customers, being consistent about it. How, what do you have to kind of add to that from a, from a beverage standpoint? Yeah, I mean, to have logo drinkware across the board, I mean, it just says that you're real about your passion. Um, you're not just some geek off the street. I mean, it is saying that you are professional, you are mm-hmm. proud of your product. 
Um, it adds to the overall experience. Correct. And for breweries and distilleries out there, if you have a logoed glass that's going to a different restaurant, um, it's assumed then that they will have your product right. behind the bar. Right. So it's a great way to keep a good relationship going with restaurants. And at Belter, we can customize glassware so that we can have a brewery logo on one side and a restaurant or bar on the opposite side. And that's a great way to get some some liquid in their draft lines or a case behind the, the bar right, there. Correct, yeah. And we talk about the more the more imprints you get from a from a marketing standpoint, the more somebody sees your image, the more the more it's in front of somebody, the more effective it is. So uh, lots of times that glass ends up in somebody's house. Yes. Maybe you sell it, maybe it's a giveaway and they're looking at your name, your brand when they're at home. It, watching the Packer game. There we go. Yeah. If that's what you're into. Well <laughs> we all worship at the same altar here. They, oh, yeah. Don't we? yeah. <laughs> uh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> One more question about another kind of beer, Lance. I um, Since I know it's it's only October here in Wisconsin, but we can already feel winter coming upon us. That's true. And the holidays right around the corner. Now, traditionally, um, winter beers are a little bit heavier. Amen. So you would say something like a stout, like maybe a left-handed uh, you, you could definitely chocolate or milk stout or one of those beers. You wouldn't be disappointed if that's what you went with, my lady. All right. So yeah. what are we? What are we putting our? What are we putting our stout in? Yeah. Uh, you. You know, this is one of those glass styles that have many different names as well. Um, right. You've heard it as a tulip, a goblet, a snifter, a Belgian. Uh, essentially, to describe it, it's a, a shorter stemmed glass that uh, has a, a short bulbous bowl to it mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's actually kind of cute it is cute i agree and this is the exact glass that caught my eye back at that bar tuesday that i was telling the story before um it's got the short stem and it actually kind of flares uh, they have a flared lip at the top and that's to uh capture the head um a lot of the times these stronger beers have a really nice head on them you know sensory again eat drinking with your eyes mm-hmm. um, and you get that smell from it it also allows you to promote swirling um, when right. you have a, you know that stem like that um, it also a stem it allows you not to transfer the heat from your hand to the beer a lot of the times you know a, a stronger beer is more of a sipper perhaps you've got like a corn cob pipe if we're talking about you know December holidays and you're you're kind of swirling your heavy the beer, snowman kind of beer. That's you know while you're watching Frosty, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> uh, but it's one that you're going to be sipping on for a while. If it's stronger, you're you're typically not going to put that in a mug and just slam it down, right? Unless it's like spring break in winter time, oh wait or something, right? You know, right. And what about like holiday beers coming up? Yeah, a, a lot of spice lagers, uh, strong spices, right? Um, again, more so. Focused on it, it's it's cold outside. You want to feel like you can warm up by a fireplace um, with Jack Frost nipping at your nose. But while you're doing that, why not have a imperial stout or a um, like a, a sour beer would also be great for this goblet style glass. Okay. But, Say, Lance. So one more one more decorating question for you. I see in the bottom of one of our glasses we've got some etching in the in the very bottom can you can you explain what that is and talk about what it's for that was quite an astute observation truly mm-hmm. uh that is yeah absolutely that is called nucleation and uh belter can customize nucleate any kind of logo at the bottom of your glass 
Uh, we really don't want to do it with stems, just based off of how stemmed glassware is formed. But for the most part, we can nucleate many glasses. And what that does is it just captures uh, carbonation of beers, and it just creates bubbles that go through the glass. I always encourage breweries to do this with uh, more of your Heffy or or Pilsner glasses that are taller in nature. It just looks so cool when you see those bubbles pop. But it, it's a minimal cost additionally. Um, once somebody's done drinking their beer and they actually notice it at the bottom, they're mm-hmm. always excited about it. Um, otherwise, some people who are a little bit more aware of what nucleation is, they, they usually can tell and they're looking at what that is. And if they don't notice it at all, then they just think that they're seeing bubbles floating through the glass, right. which is pretty cool. Right. Okay. Great. That's fancy. It, that's what we try to do here. That's very, it feels very champagne-esque. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. It's all about class. It is. With Classy. your glass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this has been a great discussion. It's been nice having a beer with you, Lance. Oh, my um, gosh. Thank you so much, and you as well. I uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and remind them that they can find me at jpandle at belter.com if they have any questions about their glassware needs moving forward for the holidays or thereafter. Lance, how can people reach you? Well... Find me at the local watering hole. There's a good chance someone there will know me yeah. and have my card. Um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, my email address is ltaylor at belter.com. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I have a Facebook, but it is not the most active. But I look real good on there. Professional picture Do taken. Do you? Really? Yes. My pictures on Facebook are not professional, which is why I didn't mention it. Yeah, somebody thought that I was a Dockers model. Wow. Yeah. So imagine that. that. Yes, thank you. So (laughs) (laughs) always interested to talk about beer, perhaps over a beer if best, because that's what I'm at my best and in the best mood. Correct. So cheers to you, my lady. Bumps. Thanks for keeping me smiling and talking about this good stuff. Thank you. Take care. All right. Stay happy. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Belter Wire podcast. Remember, you can visit us at belter.com for all of your restaurant supply, beverage, hospitality, janitorial, and licensed branding needs.